Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's got to be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Hello, Sunshine. Welcome back. And if you're visiting for the first time, we are so glad to have you. We are answering a question today sent in by one of our faithful podcast listeners, Amanda. Hello, Amanda. If you're listening, we love that you ask us this question. And her question was, does healthy plant-based living help with ADHD? And that is a great question. Do you know why it's a great question? Because the answer is yes, it can help. Not only can it help decrease symptoms that you might already be having, it can actually help completely reverse ADHD. There are documented cases where people have had it completely go away. Now, this may sound shocking to you because we always think about, oh, this will help my diabetes. It'll help my blood pressure. I might shed a few pounds. And all those are true. Well, yeah, they're (laughs) very true. But I mean, your brain. This helps your brain health, and your brain obviously affects so many things. Attention, focus, and ADHD is one of those things. Well, and it shouldn't be surprising to us that it helps your brain health because what does eating whole plant foods give you that you don't normally get enough of? Fiber, right? Because animal products have no fiber in them. So what you want to do is get the plant foods because More and more whole plant foods are going to give you more and more fiber because they have it, the animal products don't. And when you get that fiber, what are you doing? You're feeding your good gut bacteria because that is the food that they require. And when they're happy and doing their thing, then they are actually producing things that our brain needs, specifically serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine. And when those levels are low, then it creates problems with focus. So fiber and good gut bacteria play a role in brain health, specifically where ADHD is concerned. 
But getting more fiber isn't the only reason that getting more plants is important for you if you're looking at ADHD. Now, omega-3s play a big role when it comes to ADHD. What we know is a lot of people, they get really concerned about getting their omega-3s when they look at eating a whole food plant-based diet, stopping the fish and things like that. But the truth is, it's not hard to get your omega-3s on a whole food plant-based diet. Well, we're taught that fish and and seafood are the only way you can get those, but that's just not true. (laughs) It's not true. And they're important for so many reasons. Again, cardiovascular health and brain health, things like that. So getting regular intake of those omegas are crucial. But how do you do that when you're eating whole plant foods? Some of the easiest ways are getting ground chia and flax every day into your life. You can eat the seeds whole, but when you break them down, you're going to absorb and get more of those nutrients, and it's best to grind them fresh. It's really inexpensive to get a little grinder at the store or at Amazon. You can even use a little coffee grinder that's like $15 from Amazon. Yeah, they're not expensive. If you Mm -hmm. were to eat it without actually crushing it up, it's just going to pass right through you. And so obviously you're not going to get much benefit from that. Well, you know, it's really like any other plant food. We talk about that all the time. It's so important that you chew or if you're going to eat something like a seed, it needs to be blended, chewed or blended. And it's hard to chew up all those little seeds, right? So we're looking at getting omega-3s through ground flax and chia every day. But maybe you don't eat those on a regular basis. Walnuts are a great way to get them as well. Eat, eat some walnuts every day. Source. They're excellent for you. But how do you get these things into your life in a way that's easy and that'll work with a busy schedule? You drop some in your smoothie every day. Quite a bit. It thickens things too, which is really great. So if you want to thicken something, think about using it as a thickener. You can use them in baked goods. You can sprinkle them on your oatmeal raw. Getting raw is going to not denature as many of the nutrients in them as well. So find ways to get these things raw. We've used chia eggs in recipes in place of Mm -hmm. regular eggs, especially Mm -hmm. baked goods. But maybe you're new to all this and you're thinking, I don't even know how to think about making chia into my baked goods into a chia egg. How do you do that? We're going to show you how to do that soon. But what I want you to know is you don't even have to cook them. Many times you don't have to cook at all. And really, I say this all the time, but the more I make food, the less I cook because it just gets so super easy when you know what to do to get your food on the table fast. And that's what you want to do with your chia and your flax. Find quick and easy ways. Sprinkle it over the tops of your other food. Get it on a raw salad. Grind it up and just sprinkle it over your salad. Put it in your dressings as a thickener, your salad dressings. That way you're still eating it raw. You're still getting all those great nutrients. It's really not hard to fit in chia and flax into your meal every day or walnuts because we love those as well. So if you get the five foundational foods, you're not only just getting the omegas, but you're also getting minerals. And that is very important. Yeah, it's much better than taking an omega supplement. I mean, you pop a supplement and you think to yourself, you're getting something that's been pressed out. If you can start getting more and more and more of the plant foods, the less and less and less supplements you're going to need. Well, we take very few supplements, but Mm -hmm. that's a whole different podcast. But in addition (laughs) to the omega-3s, you're getting minerals in Mm -hmm. your five foundational foods. And what the research shows is that low zinc, iron, magnesium, and iodine can actually aggravate the symptoms of ADHD, such as focus and attention. Well, where do you get these? 
Plant foods. Plant foods. Plant foods. Your greens, your Mm -hmm. beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds. And don't forget your sea veggies. Yes. Those are good sources of iodine. You can get iodine in other things like lima beans and potatoes. But if the iodine is not in the soil, then those Mm -hmm. foods are obviously not going to have much. So if you have Mm -hmm. access, and I'm sure you do, have access to things like nori, Dulse flakes. These are wonderful additions to anything. I mean, you, we put them on potatoes. You can put them on salad. You can put them on just about any dish, right. especially when you want a little bit of that sea flavor to it. Yeah. Think about when you're replacing tuna fish or any kind of fishy thing in a soup, in a stew, um, in a mock tuna salad. These are great additions to add in. Our kids love to add it to soups and stews and things like that. But I would add one word of warning. Don't use kelp to get your iodine because point. there is a lot and it can vary widely in kelp and you can easily get too much. Kelp is extremely high in iodine and it's just too easy to get too much with it. So we generally recommend avoiding that one. So how many adults flakes do they need a day? I would say about half a teaspoon, Mm -hmm. half a teaspoon a day would be sufficient. And it's easy to do that just by sprinkling it onto your food where you want a little bit of that seafood flavor. So we've talked about some of the things that you want to get more of and where you get those is plants. That's fiber, omega-3s, and your minerals. But what are some things that have been shown in the research that may cause issues such as ADHD? One of those is the major protein found in milk, and that would be found in cheese and any kind of dairy, really. Anything made of milk, you're going to have this protein, and that protein is called casein. Yep. So cheese and yogurt, things like just drinking your milk. I used to be the Dairy Queen. If you've Uh been around here for long, you know, I was the Dairy Queen. I was the Queen of Casein. (laughs) (laughs) That's a new one. That might even be better. Queen of Casein. I love that. (laughs) It might even be better. Well, my body didn't love it. I'll tell you that. your body didn't love it. And we we definitely can't put that on a t-shirt. Because we don't want to advertise that. Maybe former Queen of Casein. Former Queen of Casein. Recovered Queen of of Casein. Okay. So anyway. We digress. We digress. We want Um, to avoid casein as much as possible. And that is found in milk products. And so think about getting more and more and more plant foods. Why do you want to avoid dairy? Well, casein has been linked to contributing to ADHD. There are a lot of other reasons to avoid casein. And the bad thing is, you know what? They pull out milk proteins and they put it in so many things. So this is what I want you to do. Read the label. We've talked about this so many times. I'm not talking about grams of this, calories of that. No, what I'm talking about is just the ingredients because it will shock you the things that aren't milk products that have milk added to them because casein is known to be addictive. It's what draws the baby cow back to the mama cow so it can gain weight and become an adult cow. So you've got to think about why are they putting that in there? It shouldn't even have casein in it or shouldn't have milk protein in it. That's why it's there. I mean, to your point of products have it in there and you don't know, Mm -hmm. there are non-dairy creamers, right? non-dairy, that have casein in it. And then when you turn the label over, it says contains milk. I don't know how they get away with this stuff. I don't either. You have to be aware of it. Yeah, that shocked you. I remember you came home home and said, what in the world? You've got to see this creamer that was at the office. I took pictures of it on my phone to show you. (laughs) It was unbelievable. I had no idea. And you know what? Most people have no idea. We just read and we trust. We read the front of the label like Jared talks about. It's the billboard. It's the advertisement to get you to buy it. But always flip it over and look at the ingredients label. Look for milk, protein. Look for casein. It just shouldn't be there. And what else should you be on the lookout for? Gluten. Now, are we going to tell you never eat whole wheat? 
No, we're not. Because some people have issues with gluten and some people do not have issues with gluten. But the truth is, most of us are eating way too many products with wheat and we can cut back on that. Why do I think it's an issue? It could be a number of things. These are just my thoughts. Maybe because wheat is known to be heavily sprayed. So if you're buying wheat products, buy organic. Now, supposedly, if you buy organic, it should not be sprayed, or at least it's sprayed with the safer, <laughs> safer, whatever that means. The more natural. The safer pesticides, okay? So you're at least doing what you can to ensure that you're getting the better products that won't mess your body up. But these are some of the reasons I think maybe people have gluten sensitivity. Also, we were raised on a ton of it. Oh, it's in White everything. flour in everything, okay? So your body has just been bombarded with it for so long, and maybe we've just developed sensitivities to it because of that overexposure. And also, like we talked about, just the chemicals, the way it's treated, and the way the land is not allowed to rest like it should. So people overwork it, and it doesn't have the things in there it needs. Well, and another thought with gluten, too, is that there are a lot of things that we get in our gut that cause inflammation. And so then the lining in the gut cannot function properly, Mm -hmm. and it allows proteins that are too big to get absorbed into our bloodstream and then we create an immune reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So now, normally, those proteins would be held out. They would stay in our digestive right. tract. They'd be broken down mm-hmm. much smaller, and we wouldn't get exposed to them. So this is another possible consideration. And this isn't the same thing as celiac, although celiac has been shown to have some link with ADHD. But people can have gluten sensitivity. So it's not an outright allergy, mm-hmm. but it still can affect you. So we've established and just barely scratched the surface on the foods and what's in the plant foods that can help you have better brain health. It is a known fact that these nutrients that are in plants, many of which you're not going to get in animal products. Look, the researchers have already discovered over 20,000 substances that are inside the plant. They don't know what they do. And these are the only the ones they've discovered. What about all the others that are there that they haven't even seen yet or discovered? God put them there for a reason. He put them there to fuel your body well. And when we don't get the ones we need, and when we extract things, when we extract things like casein and gluten and add extra back into our products, we start having trouble. It's no wonder. So get as many of the whole package foods as you can into your system, you'll by nature avoid the other products that you're not needing, that your body does not function well on. So to sum it all up, get more whole plant foods every day. Find a way that's easy that you enjoy so you can do it for life. Stick around here. We'll show you how. It's what we're all about. But I can tell you food is going to make a huge difference. A huge difference. Is it going to be a cure-all for everyone? No. Why is that? Because there may be other issues at stake here. There are other things, lifestyle-related activities that have been linked with ADHD, with brain problems, and with health problems. What are some of those things? The first one is sleep. This is so important, especially in our modern day where we feel like sleep is just a waste of time. And we've got to get more done. We've got to pack in more hours in the day. When you don't sleep well, your brain can't heal. Your brain can't function. You're going to have poor thinking, even if you don't have ADHD. So if you have poor sleep habits, it's going to make anything that you have there so much worse. So get good sleep. Yes. And when it comes to food, 
don't eat right before bed, if your body's trying to digest during your sleep, you're not going to sleep as well. Yes, you want to try to avoid eating two to three hours before bedtime. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. Absolutely. And that's going to help a lot. There are a lot of other things you can do. Look up sleep hygiene. There are a bunch of things like the devices. Stay off the devices. Don't have them by your bed at night. So the waves aren't next to your head for the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi and all those things as well. Think about making your bedroom a sanctuary where it's quiet and it's peaceful. Don't run the TV all night. Think about, I heard somebody talk about this. I can't remember who it was, but you know, you don't bring a plane right in for landing and expect it to just come down and be a smooth right into the hangar. You know, that's not going to happen. You can't just say, oh, we're going to land, boom, and down you go. You've got to give that plane some time to prepare. There are certain things you have to do to have a safe landing. And it's the same thing for landing into sleep. That's a great analogy. Because to just go to sleep after you've been up with bright lights and a big TV and Mm -hmm. all this activity, it'd be like expecting the plane just to drop from the sky right onto the runway. I mean, you just wouldn't do it. So in sleep, it's the same way. You've got to ease into it. Absolutely. And then there's hydration. Hydration. Listen, I was dehydrated most all my life. You mix that. You mix being dehydrated with lack of fiber because you're not eating plant foods. You're having a little side of veg- veggies every day and patting yourself on the back because you feel real good that you got your little side salad or your little canned green beans on the side. And little did you know that you were in a mess. Let's just say in a mess, in a bind. <laughs> Maybe that's a better word. A bind, yes. <laughs> you were in a bind. Get your plant foods, get your water. Water is so important. Now, if you're like me, maybe you don't like drinking plain water or you don't feel thirsty because you've gone so long without drinking water. It's just not a habit. You need to hydrate yourself. Carry a favorite glass. This is one of my best tips I can give you that has worked well for me. Have a cup that brings you joy. Find one you love that you can carry with you that'll keep your water cold during the day. That way you can kind of keep up with how much you've had to drink. Look at the amount that it holds and then drink two or three of those a day. Add something to it you love, some sliced fruit, some vegetables, something to infuse it. Have some tea. Tea is great for your health, but don't have highly caffeinated tea right before you go to bed. And don't drink a lot of water right before you go to bed because liquids right before bed are going to keep you up. You'll be up all night long and then you won't sleep well. Yeah, so make sure that you stay hydrated, but also consider the other things like sleep as you do and make that water taste good. Find ways to get your fluid that tastes better. And just by eating whole plant foods, I'll just throw this out there because it's so true. You're going to greatly bump up your water. Does that mean you shouldn't drink the water or drink more liquids? No. You're just giving yourself this great head start because fruits and vegetables have so much more water than meat and cheese and all those things that normally are on your plate. So just start thinking about what's one meal I could replace this week. 
What what are two meals I can replace next week? And before long, you're getting more water by default. It's wonderful. There's just so many great benefits that come with this way of living, not to mention how wonderful it makes you feel. Now, we want to look at vitamin D. Most people, I would say the majority of people are walking oh, there's around. There's a huge majority of people that mm-hmm. are deficient because we spend all of our lives indoors now. Right. And that's not good for you for so many reasons. We're not going to go into getting outdoors right now, but yeah, we are because you need to get outdoors. It's really, really important. Okay. We are going to go into getting outdoors. You've got to get your vitamin D because there is a link between low vitamin D levels and ADHD. Vitamin D is actually a hormone. It's been found to affect many different areas of your life, like your mood, your sleep, your immune system, and also your attention and your focus. So how do you get your vitamin D? Yes, We are going to talk about it. You need to get outdoors, get into the sunshine, get into the fresh air, breathe in deeply. Breathe in deeply isn't going to give you more vitamin D, but it'll give you a lot of other great stuff. Take deep breaths. That will help decrease your stress. It will help you be able to think more clearly because the truth is you were created to live outdoors and yet you spend your life surrounded by walls. So anytime you can, Open up the windows, get the fresh air, but to get vitamin D, get yourself out in the sunshine and don't put on sunscreen immediately when you first go out because it blocks a lot of the rays that are going to allow your body to make vitamin D. Now, do people get cancer because they're out in the sun and they get sunburned? Absolutely. What's been shown as they study skin cancer and people who get it is workers that are out all day long, they get the most sun, that work out in the sunshine have built up their levels over time of their sun exposure. So because they've been out in the sun for so long, over time, they don't burn and they don't get the levels of skin cancer. So if you will gradually get yourself out in the sun a little bit and at the er a little bit earlier times, not at the heat of the day, I know a lot of times that's when you can make vitamin D better, but ease into it, you're going to start improving your body's ability to get sunshine without burning. And that's really very important. Are we saying don't wear sunscreen? No, we're not. No, we're not. But I am telling you, look at the chemicals that are in it. Look at Skin Deep. Look it up on online, EWG. The Environmental Working Group has a website called Skin Deep. Look it up and get the less toxic forms of your sunscreen. But with ADHD, you got to get your vitamin D levels right. And you want to get out in the sunshine in order to do that because your body needs sun to make vitamin D. And we're only talking about 10 or 15 minutes here. I mean, it doesn't have to be hours and hours, 10 or 15 minutes, a few days a week at least, and then you'll make what you need. Unless you live in an area where you're not going to get that much. Well, that's true. I mean, if you live in the much higher northern Mm -hmm. climates, then you would likely need to supplement with a vitamin D Mm -hmm. supplement. For us, it's true because we live in the southeast. Yeah, so we we get good sun exposure. Even just walking to the car, we get good exposure, but... But whenever you can, even if you live in those areas, get sun exposure because it is going to make you feel better. You were created to be there and it will help your body make vitamin D. But yeah, if you live in those areas, do look at supplementation. Now, the next tip we want to share with you is related to the outdoors because you can do it out there. Now, you can do it inside too, but it's exercise. Outdoors is a great place to exercise and it doesn't have to be a lot of intense workout. It can just be getting out there and going for a nice brisk walk. What has been shown is that within minutes of starting exercise, that dopamine levels in your brain rise and dopamine helps with focus. And this remains in effect for a good 60 to 90 minutes. So is it going to last you all day? No, Mm -hmm. but it does help. And I've heard people time and time and again say, 
I feel like I can think better when I exercise and it has so many other health benefits. Again, we can't get into it all here. And maybe you're listening to this episode because you have a child who has ADHD or you have a nephew or a grandchild that you want to help with this. But if you don't have ADHD, exercise can still help you focus. It's really important. So get out and get moving. Chase those grandkids around. Have fun. Play. It's also just good for you for so many reasons, but it will help you focus and have clearer thinking. Now, next, get vitamin B12. There's some evidence that lower B12 will be found in patients with ADHD. Yes. And so we definitely recommend supplementing with it, especially now because our food sources are so processed. You know, back a few hundred years ago, when we just pulled carrots out of the ground, washed them off and ate them, there were a lot of bacteria that Mm -hmm. were in the soil that were on the carrot that we consumed. And it's those bacteria that make the vitamin B12. But we have so many chemicals in our environment That it's killing those bacteria, so we're not getting our B12 from Mm -hmm. that source anymore. And it's Uh, the same with the animals, because you think about where do the animals, you know, eat meat for your B12? Well, where are the animals getting the B12? From the dirt? From the dirt, because they eat the grass and and they eat these things. Now, if they don't, and they eat food that's not grass, then it's supplemented. Yes. Well, it's a very common practice for the feed to be supplemented with B12 Mm -hmm. in the animal industry. And while we're just scratching the surface today on things that you can do naturally to help prevent and even reverse ADHD, there are a lot of tips here. I mean, we have shared so much information. If you will just go back and think about in your life, in your day, how many fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds am I eating on a regular basis? Odds are it's not enough. Start getting more. Why? You need the fiber. You need the nutrients, you need the minerals, the omega-3s, and doing this more will help you to avoid eating so much casein. Also, look at the back of that ingredients label, remember, and try to eat less gluten whenever possible. Make sure you get plenty of sleep at night. Look into sleep hygiene. Get hydrated. You're going to be doing that a lot by getting more fruits and vegetables, but get that water. Get out in the sunshine for some time without sunscreen on and get outdoors. Breathe the fresh air when you do that. Okay, breathe in deeply. That's going to help you to relax. Stress makes it harder to think clearly. So do things to help you de-stress like exercise. Exercise is known to help our brain stay focused and get your vitamin B12 supplement if you're not getting it. We have loved spending time with you again, Sunshine. We hope you have an amazing week. If you're listening to this and you're new to Whole Food Plant Based and you just want to find some quick and easy ways to get more whole plant foods into your life that will actually work with your busy schedule, be sure to check out poweronplants.com and grab a copy of the cookbook. It's a digital format that allows you to quickly click on the actual recipe that you want to learn to cook. And go down right to the recipe just by clicking it. It'll take you straight to the page you want to be on. And we're here for you. If you have any questions at all, like Amanda did, be sure to write in. Who knows? We may even make a podcast just for you. Have a great week. And we will see you next time on Power on Plants.